Hey Goblins, Brian Bowden. It's time now to jump into that rabbit hole and head right over to our Goblin Goodies Vault for another great episode. Remember, links, stations, and other references you may hear may not be valid. Enjoy the show. It is time for Beyond the Realm. Everything you wanted to know about, but were too afraid to ask. With your hosts, from the Bronxville Paranormal Society, Al Santariga, Brian Bowden, and Cindy Mary Duff. Sit back and relax, if you dare. Welcome to Beyond the Realm, where everything you ever wanted to know about or too afraid to ask will be answered tonight. We have an amazing show for everybody. I think it's amazing. I know Al and Cindy think it's amazing, and we're going to get to it in a minute. Cindy, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Brian? I'm I'm pumped up because of our guest. I'm 100% pumped up. Questions, questions, questions. And. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I can't wait, Al. What's going on? Yeah. What's what, what? 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 What do we have up right now tonight? What's up, right? Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Um, I am Al Santariga, founder of the Bronxville Paranormal Society, and this is the realm uh, beyond the realm, and this is where we interview tomorrow's paranormal celebrities today. And tonight we got out of the black swamps of Ohio. The man, the myth, the legend, Arizona Tramp. Welcome, Tramp. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just, this is a coup, a big coup. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing, Arizona? Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. Hey, you're making it deep tonight, aren't you? <laughs> it's the truth. Come on. What you do, nobody else does. You have a, a crazy, amazing show. A crazy, amazing show. Great personality. At you, you, It's everything. Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, if for those that don't know Arizona Tramp, you should, and you should go to the uh, the the old showgram, the Swamp, on Black Swamp Radio. Um, but Arizona, tell people, give me like a bio and how you got started in this crazy business of paranormal uh, radio. What you what you do. Okay, a bio. All right. Well, uh, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. (laughs) I've got an associate's degree in electronics. I've got a degree in physics. I did write a book. I'm a musician. Uh, I'm an ordained minister. I'm a high priest in a cult. Uh, How did I get my start in the radio? Well, back in the day, I was one of the internet pioneers with radio. I had a pagan radio station, played pagan music, and had pagan guests and did all this kind of stuff. But because it was dial-up, it was more of a podcast than it was anything else. Uh, How I got my real start, uh, if you remember the uh, TV show Shack, The Night Stalker. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is what really did it. This show scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. (laughs) It was the greatest show ever. And when I started finding out that I had abilities and that I was able to do things, and I started getting into the occult, you know, um, uh, Kolshak, the Night Stalker, I would think about it all all the time. And when I started doing my radio show, 
the very first one, that's where I, I, I used that for a template because uh, the only other template I could use was Art Bell. And at right. that time, I wasn't good enough to even consider uh, trying to imitate somebody of that stature. So, uh, I don't know. That's good. That's a heck of a way to get involved. And in. I mean, like with all your background and everything you've been, you know, you were studying, you were doing and music, it all gels. And then you throw in the Night Stalker. <laughs> you can't go wrong, dude. That was that's that. I, I still remember that program. And they don't do programs like that whatsoever. X Files oh. was close, but they don't come anywhere near it. X Files wasn't anything like uh, the Night Stalker. And and if, uh, here we go for a plug for me TV. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Sunday nights at ten is is the Night Stalker. They're they're playing it. They start playing that again, and oh. I sit there and I watch that, and I think about how I was a scared little punk when I was a little kid watching this little <laughs> cheesy show. <laughs> cool. I mean, I, I can't. I think Cindy has something for you. Yes, I want to ask you a question. When you were talking about your abilities. How early or what age were you when you realized that you had these abilities? Well, a lot of them I thought they were normal. Uh, me and my mother would talk silently all the time. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You would and talk silently all the time? Well, we wouldn't use our mouth. You just knew what, what each one was we saying. We would talk to each other in in our heads instead of talking uh with wow. her mouth and uh, you know later i found out that you know she was who she is and that i am what i am and we can touch on that in a little bit <laughs> a little bit later oh well yes uh, i would love to hear about that yeah i mean this that's that that's pretty cool i mean to be imagine to be able to do that where you just like you can just like you know either look at somebody or say something in your head and they get it and you know they well, get it it seemed like that stopped with my mother. And then in high school, one of the girlfriends that I had, we could do that sometimes, and we would play around with it. Um, and then later in life, um, like when I had my, my kids, I, I always knew exactly what was going on, <laughs> exactly what they wanted. And I didn't understand why at the time until I was much later, uh, much older. And, you know, they were... That, that part of my life was 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 done they probably hated that <laughs> uh well uh, i'm talking about little babies you know, yeah no under, no under, no no babies and then you know and, and when they get older if they you know i know my kids would hate that like you know dad knows everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah well my parents were like that too i couldn't get away with squat hey arizona yeah. i got a question for you um since we're talking about the psychic side of your abilities, um, was, was your mom uh, a sensitive as well? Uh, my mom, my aunt, uh, everybody on my mother's side of the family. Uh, and I thought that was a normal thing, but at the same time, I couldn't understand how they knew what I would do when I would be or supposed to be at school. They, they, they could tell me exactly what I did with who I did it with, when I did it, and what role I played in it. And it's like, how can you do this? So when you and your mom were talking in your heads, that was like mental telepathy, is that what you guys were doing? 
I guess that's what you guys would call it to me. Right. It was, and and it was, did you have that ability? Yeah, I mean, other than your, your your girlfriend, did you were able were you able to do that with anybody else in your family, like your cousins or something? Uh, my cousins, no. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad, no. My my blood dad, no. I wasn't able to do that with him either. So it was um, only your mother's side of the family that you were able only, to do that. Yeah. That's wow. weird. Why? Well, I mean, like I've I've noticed that a lot of people that have abilities, it it travels down the female side versus the male side, and that is just. Uh, I, I wonder if any if if anybody knows of a study, if somebody ever conducted a study, why it, that's so. But wow, yeah, uh, it, yeah I, I think. Well, uh, with humans, I couldn't answer you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, no, Brian, ba- don't back up. Back up. You just said that. with humans you couldn't yeah, answer. He did. <laughs> Let's talk about what you can answer that with. This Mr. is why Ed. I'm very happy that Cindy is in the room because she will call <laughs> bullshit if she thinks that there's bullshit going on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like you know, the 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 ability to have an interaction with other creatures will say or animals it's there it's been proven time and time again but i've never met somebody or have known somebody that could actually do that well i mean it's not too hard to do i don't see it as too hard i know what my dogs want my dogs as far as i'm concerned they can talk uh unless you take the time to get to know them you can't understand what they're what they're asking for Right, but uh, I find that there's. I've always had pets. So I've been able to understand exactly what's going on. I had a cat that uh, Cindy would understand. That um, <clears throat> my cat, uh, we would hold conversations. She would do what I, I I would tell her to do, to the point where I would even uh, be outside working on my car, and my cat would come down the stairs outside and i'd look at my cat and say stop and she would stop and she'd sit there and she would watch do you know of a cat that would do that i don't think any cat does that (laughs) well cindy (laughs) explain it to him (laughs) okay well we've never really touched on that guys but uh yeah i had a a dog that i could actually communicate with Um, was this mental telepathy or were you actually talking to the dog and he understood you well it's hard to explain because I would talk to the dog. The dog would understand me, and the dog would obey what I would somehow through feelings and thought would let me know what it wanted, or if it was empathy, you know, empathetic. Because this dog was very empathetic. That's so, cool. And it hasn't on every dog, but yes, um, I had this dog when I had first gotten sick. And this dog would know I was sick and when I was very sick and would guard my room. And she just, she knew, I mean, it was very strange. Now, the, the other little dog I have is just kind of too stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, know what he, I know what he's talking about. Now, I, there, I know it goes farther than that, that some people can actually speak to them like we're talking. I don't know if that's the way it is with, with you, Arizona, but it's never been. But I knew what they wanted. Their, their thoughts came in my head, if that makes any sense. Yes. And that, I knew the dog understood me. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like when, when, you, when you talk about thoughts in the head or the mind's eye, totally right. makes sense, 100%. The talking to animals... Um, 
that doesn't in, in a way I know there's vocalization and people are pretty good at vocalizing and and figuring out some of the um, the speak one of my friends is a is a professional trainer does movie stars and he wrote a book called dog speak uh, bash Debra and right. my dog was partially trained by him as well um, but it's also like that that alpha when, when when you get to an animal and an animal knows that like you're not gonna take its crap they know it you know True. and but I know with my dog and I'm sure Al has it with his dog we were so connected I mean I lived I love my dog my dog was great and he wasn't even a dog he was like a person so but I, I kind of right. knew what he wanted but I wouldn't have said that we were like communicating as much because he's really he was really stubborn <laughs> so but you know I would say sometimes like you know like uh, you know in my head like I wish you'd get the you know get that ball go play and he'd do it but I wouldn't it was never thinking of it as talking so that's kind of cool that you can do it Arizona and Cindy can do it I don't know Al can well, you did you do that it, dogs <laughs> go ahead Al no well most animals uh, animals compute that's how animals communicate uh, mostly is through telepathy uh, I am a firm I don't have any proof of that right but uh, and and to jump from dogs to I, I haven't been able to do it with any other child outside of my own children except for little Will right and me and Willow will sit there and play with this kind of stuff all the time you know uh, I'll, I'll be thinking uh, like for example I, I think about what do I want to ask her if she wants for dinner and something will pop into my head and I'm going to go and I go oh no I know that's what she's going to want and then she she'll turn around and say oh I want shells and cheese right <laughs> or I want pizza and I'll tell her to get out of my head and then later on that night I'll do the same thing to her <laughs> and you know uh, I had a friend of mine uh, a musician friend of mine up in Windsor and we used to uh, practice this all the time by saying what song is in my head <laughs> and we would be driving down the expressway and he'd go what song is in my head and I would say uh, something along the lines of uh, a kiss tune or something um, right. strutter or whatever right. yeah love, love strutter and, so. and he, he would be right and I would be right and this was in Colorado at the time that we were doing this all the time we'd be right dead on 100% of the time that and wow that's great man like it's the coolest thing in the world when you can do stuff like this so Tramp let me ask you a question um, since we're on the subject of the psychic side of you I know there's a lot of different um, names for psychics, such as uh, a channeler, a medium, a spiritual oracle, sensitive, clairvoyant, intuitive. Which one of those do you um, think um, describes you the best? Well, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> to me, it seems like it, 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 it. To me, it's all the same category. To me, it's all the same thing. Uh, and there's my good days and my bad days or my good years and my bad years depending on what state of mind that I'm in at the time lately it's not been all that great but you know um, yeah. I, I, I will remind you that I said that Trump was going to die before he made uh, inauguration or something and that didn't happen 
So, that, but you know, not just because it doesn't happen doesn't mean it wasn't in the in the in the in, you know in set in motion. I mean, there's a lot of times where it doesn't happen because somebody else is picking up on something and they stop that for a reason which we're not aware of. You well, know? I'm thinking that they want Pence for president, and they're making everything fall down on Trump, and that everybody's going to go yay when somebody shoots him. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I think All right, listen, let me stop right here. Let me stop us right here. Well, well, no, no politics. I'm not, not going to go into politics. We, we discussed this earlier. <laughs> yes. No politics. I'm not going to go into politics let's, early let's on in the, the program. Let's over to something else. No, no, no. no, no let, actually, if it's all right with everyone, can we keep it on this for a split second? Because, I mean, I know that... that I do what I do. I can't put a name on it. I know, Cindy, You, you um, I may say I, it's remote viewing, but Cindy will say reading. Um, right. And and I understand what, 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 what Arizona was saying because it's just, it just is. It, better, you can't explain it better than it, it just is. It's what I do. I wouldn't put, you know, if, if no one put a label on anything, you'd say this is what I can do. Um, right. And it I think just the abilities. Yeah, it's like almost. Would you Arizona? Would you call it like like almost like I hate to use this term, but a potpourri of like it's a little bit of this, a pinch of that, and you know throwing some of this extra stuff. That, and that it type cha- of way. Yeah, and, and it changes. It changes. Yeah. it changes with your state of mind. It changes as you get older. It changes as your environment changes. And and what I found is that if I'm living in the, in the, when I was living in the ghetto, I had certain abilities that were stronger. Then I have them out here where I don't need those anymore. Right when you when your guard is right. up or you whatever, know, like for on, right? to, to give you an example, when I'm walking down the street here, I ain't got to worry about jump somebody jumping me right. or, <laughs> or or shooting at me or or anything like that. We're in the hood that uh, that I just call it that you know, for lack of anything better to say, uh, that was very real thing where i lived right. especially when i lived in detroit and i needed to be able to see that person that i would spot the next block down and i needed to know right then and there whether there were going to be problems oh yeah i yeah, mean uh, i, I, I oh, think yeah. i think that's absolutely true everything you just said is absolutely true i agree 100 percent. yeah i mean when you were saying what you were saying uh one of the conversations that al and i kind of like we just had with each other i used to tell him what i used to do i used to take a bus from new york city when I was in high school, back up, and sometimes in co- when I did some college classes down there, and it would be a plain old, you know, like an express bus, what we call it, but it's like a chartered bus, and I'd go all the way to the back, <laughs> and I'd sit there, and I'd just pick somebody, and I'd just focus on them, like, and, and all I would say is, you need to turn around, turn around, I'm in the back, turn around, and and eventually, nine out of ten times, someone would turn around, it's kind of like that weird feeling like someone's staring at you, and they'd look at you. So and and Al mentioned to, to me at one point that uh, he was doing stuff like that. So I don't know if that was a psychic ability, as you know, at the time. Um, but I, do, I, Brian, I still do what I do to my wife and my son all the time. <laughs> so I just well, stare at the back of their heads and they turn around with like the nastiest looks on their face, like what? What do you want? What are you looking I, I, at? You know. I can give you a few examples of how to start to hone in, or even just freak yourself out. Let's go. Okay. All right, from the time that you walk to your car to the uh, time that you uh, uh, start the motor and head off to the grocery store, for example, you think about getting the closest spot to the grocery store, to the door, 
right so that you don't have to walk uh 20 cars away or, or half a block away to get into <laughs> to whatever store that you're going to uh, you work on that you focus on that and you say i'm going to get the closest parking spot and you'll freak yourself out when it starts to happen oh, oh wow yeah. i need that <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, that, that's just a good example of it. Uh, another example is, you know, playing the, the song game like what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. You know, or uh, uh, on a sunny day, uh, warm sunny day, uh, you want to see if you can make things change. Lay on, lay, lay down on the grass, look up at the clouds, and try to make those clouds the, the perfectly harmless way you're not affecting anything you're not harming anything right. you make those clowns clouds move change go into pictures that you want to see you're not a, it, it, it's a perfectly harmless way of practicing your your abilities or craft or whatever you want to call it uh, i can't I, believe you brought that up because i've been doing that all my life with those clouds <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of cool yeah, I got to try that. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. That's like right up my my, my alley. I'm going to have to try that for sure. And I got to be honest with all of you. I'm not laying on any of the grass outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there's too many dogs around here. Oh, I can't. <laughs> hey, hey, Trev, I got a question for you. Oh, okay. At, at what age did you realize you had these abilities? I was like young. really realized right Al like you know. yeah, yeah like you know I mean when like yeah, you know, some kids realize it like when they're you know three years old or whatever um, well so, I, I knew it, what, I, my first memory uh, legit memory that I had that I could alright this is gonna freak you out a little bit <clears throat> you know the, the, the baby cribs that you can fold up and you take into the living room oh yeah sure, sure. open it up while well, I'm laying in one of those Okay. My mother, uh, this is 1964. Okay. My mother is playing Don't Ask Alice by J Jefferson Airplane. Okay. <laughs> On a record. Oh, good tune. <laughs> good, good tune, <laughs> but you know what? That didn't come out until 1969. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> way. Get out of here. Me and my mother had a conversation. I called my mother by a different name. I won't mention that name here, but... Uh, <laughs> I called her by a different name and she walks over and says, no, my name is this. And you are known as this. And, uh, oh, man, that is, that's the coolest that's thing. So I'm just, you know, the image of this is in my head right now and I can see you doing this and what I mean, would you call but besides I, being a mom, was she almost like, and I'm going to use this term, Yoda? You know, like teaching you the ways of the of the of whatever we going to call it. To, I was too young to really speak yet, but uh, we were talking, and you know, we're the way we were talking. Right. I, I Yoda? No, no, my mother wasn't Yoda. My mother hates my guts. Oh, I well, hate my that. mother. Uh, I'm not going to go into why because I fully still don't understand why she. Uh, feels the way that she does about me or towards me i never have um <clears throat> and we'll just leave that one at that no problem i'm with you on that boat by the way uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. now i understand what you're talking about when you you when you just gave that little scenario because all my life i've had what i call it mixed up time and exactly what you're saying it's stuff that happens earlier I don't know how to explain it, you know. 
um I'll look, I'll walk around, everything says it's 10 o'clock in the morning, right? And then 10 minutes later, I'll walk back and it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. This has happened to me all my life. And I'm like, and you know, time doing weird things like this. Oh, when I wake up in the morning, Cindy, I have to have my coffee first before I do anything. Because if I don't, I am so ungrounded that... From the all right, my my uh, door to this room, computer room that I'm in, yeah, is ten feet away from the the kitchen door. I have to go out that door and into this this room in order to smoke a cigarette. We don't smoke a, in a house, and we don't do it on computers in the house. So I get up in the morning and I come out, and if I haven't even touched my coffee, the clock will have changed by ten minutes or more. Oh my gosh! By the time you know, I, I have- sit down at my computer. Whoa! Every morning, that's every nice. morning, every single morning. You got magic yeah, coffee, man. What kind of coffee? Well, Seriously, what brand are you using? Yeah, yeah what Co- brand? I drink a lot of coffee. I'm a coffee dude. I drink a lot. Al, of coffee. you need Folgers coffee now. <laughs> coffee in a cigarette will ground you better than anything. I, I don't know if uh, well, Brian smokes. I think that's but, funny because yeah, I, I do, do the exact same thing. <laughs> I have to get a cup of coffee and a cigarette. I mean, this is crazy. Well, you know, <laughs> it's really funny when you're saying about the time thing. Um, we were we were at another group uh, that we where I met Al, and there was a, a there was a guy that presented himself. He was in Connecticut, and I know the area he's talking about very well. So he was going from a point in Connecticut into a point in Massachusetts, and he used to do it with his son. And I know the roads he's talking about, and I know exactly what the time is to go from point A to point B because I used to do it all the time. My brother went to UMass, I went to UMass. Um, so what they would do is. Because they're into this field, they try to manipulate time every time. They knew it took forty minutes to get there. Oh wow! And they would say, "Let's go." Where they left this, they would leave at the same time, sync their watches, and one of them would say, "I'm going to get there uh, in uh, twenty minutes," and the other one says, "It's not going to happen." And because of, I guess, I don't know if it's the thinking of it or they were able to manipulate the time. They got there in twenty minutes, and it's impossible to do. I mean, you can yeah. haul ass on the back roads where, where they were going through, but there's no way. Right. So, I mean, yeah, like, you'd have to have red lights on your car and you'd be doing 120 <laughs> miles, yeah. there, miles well, an hour all the way there. Absolutely. Detroit, 20 minutes. Detroit, Michigan, and Toledo, Ohio are uh, 45 or four, uh, 50 miles uh, apart, depending on okay. whether you take Telegraph Road or 75. I would make it in 19 minutes. <laughs> okay, and I was doing 65, 70 miles an hour. Uh, I went from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to Detroit, Michigan, so I could cross the border into Windsor to meet the guy I was talking to earlier. Who uh, his name is Rick Rock. He right. is in simply he is the uh, guy that plays Freddie Mercury in Simply Queen. He can back this story up. So this story I can I do have confirmation on. Eight hours. From Baton Rouge to Detroit. Wow, it's a long ride, wow. man. That would that would be very convenient. <laughs> it would be but super now, what convenient. would a ride like that average? Like twelve hour ride, you think? Something like that. Fourteen for between 14. fourteen and sixteen hours. Wow. Okay. Wow. I was thinking about twelve. Okay. Wow. That's wow. In half the time. That's great, I, man. You do. You I know. Want- Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's really interesting where you live for the roughly, and I don't know exactly where you live, but I know what side of it you live. I mean, there's a ley line. There's two ley lines that crisscross that area, 
and there's actually four. There's four. Okay. Yes. I mean, and you mentioned Baton Rouge because I had a, I had a ley line map up just to see where they are within the U.S. like the major ones, and you're talking about just traveling on a ley line for the most part. Um, well, they well, are energy, you know, force fields and vortexes and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know. Well, whatever I do doesn't work all the time. The first time I left Baton Rouge to go to Detroit, Michigan, I instead of taking 75 all the way up, I ended up taking 64 up through Tennessee to Kentucky to 75. Well, just as I was leaving Tennessee, I got stopped and ended up staying in jail for a week. <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah, well, yeah that, that wasn't a good experience <laughs> four o'clock in the morning they stopped me because it's out of you know the two yeah. hillbilly cops with nothing better to do stop somebody with uh arizona plates yeah. and uh they they find uh oxycodone in, in my van two pills of oxycodone because i had thrown the bottle away which were mine, but I threw the bottle away, so they weren't labeled, and that right. was the technicality that they arrested me on. Uh, wow! And, I mean, uh, well, that's you know, absolutely. I mean, it, and it's like that in every state. I think you know. It I is. Mean, I mean, if you don't have if you don't you don't have the prescription bottle, they're locking you up. It's just that simple, you know. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. the way the problem with drugs these days, they have no choice. I I got pissed off about it because I had to borrow the money and sit in jail for. 12 days or whatever however long it was uh it, it, you know of my life that i'll never get back um <clears throat> the other funny thing about that is that people in 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 the um, jail where i was at everybody seemed to know who i was <laughs> no they knew me and it's like i didn't know any of these people but they knew me that's that's a weird feeling too, right? Uh, there. That is yes, that is really is. weird, and I'm going. Well, do I have a lookalike in these parts? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've got <laughs> doppelgangers. Yeah, doppelgangers. Uh, I mean, I, I had one around here for a long time that would get me in trouble, and one of the only times I ever got out of trouble was because I was in jail for. Uh, they picked me up because uh, I didn't uh, go to court for my speeding ticket, <clears throat> so they picked me up. Uh, they, you know. They arrested me, took me in for my warrant that that was out on me for for this because I didn't go to jail. And while I was sitting in jail that night, uh, uh, my lookalike decided that he was going to pull some shit. Uh And uh, it got me in a lot of trouble. And then they realized, oh, wait, yeah, that's the best airtight alibi you can have in the world. Yeah, can't have a better one than that. Seriously. That's for sure. (laughs) Holy cow. But the, the, the... the whole doppelganger thing is weird too because I go to some places around around by me I went into a drugstore really nice ladies in there and it's the old school type of drugstore even though there's big big brands around um, and they go oh you were great on TV last night and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at them I'm like uh, uh, what, 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 what show is it and like oh I forgot the name of it but you were fantastic and I'm like thank you I don't recall being on TV, but um, I definitely like to find out who it is and borrow their bank account. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh, that's too funny. Hey, I got I got a question for you, man. Um, let's let's talk about Sedona. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I mean that's why we call you Arizona. So let's talk about Sedona. Well, Sedona. Do, do you need to preface anything before you went to Sedona? Like, why would you? Did you go there for a reason before you go? Because you seem like. From from what I gather, when you go to point A to point B, point C, 
there's other reasons and it's I'm talking about like internal reasons like like a calling almost and I may be off on that but that's what I kind of feel like that there's you're driven for the most part. Well, were you, were knew, you pulled there, Brian? Saying were you yeah, pulled? To, yeah, was I pulled? I knew there was a reason for me to go, go to Arizona. I knew uh, I had to go. Okay. I knew I had to go for like ten years before I went, and uh, I finally got sick enough of this town. And I, uh, I, well, I'm not living in Toledo anymore, but I got sick enough of Toledo that I just picked up and left and went to Sedona. And uh, I went to Sedona because I knew some people there. And uh, when I got there, um, you know, they told me the whole time before I got there that, oh, yeah, go ahead. Tell people you're you're in the uh, magic and the occult and all this. And I get there and I find out I'm not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons I'm not supposed to talk about it is because they had a Satanist there who was a serial killer just before I got there. Oh, no. Who also was and uh get this uh he was a shapeshifter they caught him they were chasing him him uh, about 20 30 people including police officers were chasing him and he shifted into a bird and he flew off now is he a native american some people call him a skinwalker from what i understand he was part native part native mm. so i mean like like how <laughs> You're talking about the Southwest and, and and Southwestern part of U.S. and and any other place. I don't think people people would deny it, but were were people like, oh wow, this guy's a, this, that was a skinwalker. You know, um, it's native country. It's 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 Indian lands for the most part. So did they did what was the talk like when that happened? I mean, well, they didn't really want to talk about it, and it took me a couple years that I was there to get a a, a decent complete story of it. I was too dark for Sedona. That was one of the reasons that I left. They couldn't oh. handle the fact that some boy out of Detroit, who, uh, when I went to Sedona, I literally scared the hell out of people, and I never could understand why. And it was because of the way that I handled myself, because I'm used to living in a big city. Right. And I'm projecting out that you don't want to mess with me, because that's just naturally how I, I grew up. That's like the and vibe, right? You know, so like, that was that was the t- the beginning of the journey of learning how to manipulate my own energy, so that people would not take me as some hostile creature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know and, what, Ben? You you will find that when you travel all over the, all over this beautiful country of ours, that different people in different parts of the country will see you totally different than the way you you see yourself like you think you're projecting this image right. and then you know like he like arizona goes to sedona and you know he's just th- he's just being himself because that's who he was in detroit and people are just freaked out by it you know it's just you know i i noticed that too because i know people i'll be walking down the street and i'm a pretty you know easygoing guy um you know and People will be walking down the street and they'll look up and they'll see me coming. They'll cross over and I'll turn around and look behind me like, who the hell's on this side of the street? And it's just me, you know, and it's just the energy, I guess, that's coming off of me. You know, I don't it's, know. It's a confidence you get. Like when you grow up in a city like like Arizona, you grew up in, you know, you're, you're dealing with Detroit. We're dealing with New York City. You know, there's an air about you like that you aren't going to take shit from anybody and you project that. Um, but... I think when when people start when you when I'm a very polite 
when I have, you know, I'm 99% of the time I'm very polite, yes ma'am, no ma'am, whatever. Um, and I've had people say, like, you know, been taken back, and other people that, that didn't feel that from me, it was just like a little bit of smile every once in a while, and it does change the, the feeling. It does change the feeling. The projection of, well, you've all heard of people that can walk into a room, uh, a filled room of people, and they, when they walk in, they can clear that room immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me. That was me. <laughs> uh, and I can still pull that off I mean, if I want to. I mean, and I don't even have to try. I just have to be in, a, in, in the wrong mood. Right. And it, it, but Sedona, I became a Reiki master in Sedona. And uh, my Reiki master taught me energy signatures and taught me how to manipulate energy and how to use energy for healing and how to do this and how to do that. And then uh, I had my first run in with a skinwalker. Uh, that's another story in, in Sedona. Um, and who told me that uh, I needed to come back after I finished growing up. Uh, all, all, all this stuff that, that that people talk about skinwalkers, right? Uh, uh, it, it's because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Excuse me. <laughs> well, we we you know we listen. To, we're 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 fans of your 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 program and your show, um, Swamp Gas of you. on the Paranormal UK Radio Network, um, as well. And um, yes. <laughs> and I, I was listening to you know you interviewed Butch. Kowski, I believe it is, right? Yeah. Uh, and you would, uh, there was a heavy skinwalker point there. Most people, and I studied Native Americans, most people associate skinwalkers with, like, I guess, pure evil, um, almost like they're going to rip you apart and if they got a, uh, got a chance. But what, what you're saying is totally opposed to that. Well, I, I, I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want there to uh, be any con- more conjecture conjecture excuse me about it other than the fact that there are skinwalkers out there uh and basically skinwalker for me is a shapeshifter right uh just like yeah, butch was right. talking about uh and they don't uh, they can be native but they don't have to be native they don't have to be pure evil that is simply the form that they choose because right. they don't want anything to do with humanity uh, uh, for one reason or another. Why do they interact with humanity, though? I mean, a lot like... They don't. They don't interact with them? You, you get, uh, humans stumble across them. But um, I, I, I was just, I'm just recalling one of the stories that he told, I think, on your, on your show, where the, the, uh, there was another reservation, and this guy just, you know, it's just a small uh, community, uh, native yeah, community the, within it. The, the one where he said there was a human that was a skinwalker and right. he changed form right in front of your eyes or something. Right in front of everybody. Uh, I mean, like, why would I, he put himself in that situation going up against I, the whole entire town? I don't. I wasn't there. So no, I'm no, not gonna, I, yeah, no. Butch is a good man. I'm not going to call Butch a liar. No, no, no. I, I, I actually I, I believe the that. story. That's, that's not, I, I that's believe not the, the story. that Exactly. I believe the story that came out of his, his mouth. I don't. I don't understand that story. Let yeah. me ask you a question now. Um, we got we got skinwalkers and we got the Wendigos. Now, from what I understand, and I could be totally wrong because I'm not an expert on anything, aren't Wendigos like the Native Americans? Um, are, um, 
there are like, like demons or something now are the windigos windigo and- is a skinwalker, skinwalker a native skinwalker yeah that's the native american name for skinwalkers windigo that is uh, a, uh, a magical ritual and training and the uh shaman who has chosen darth vader's side of the path become, okay. can become a skinwalker uh, <clears throat> Some tribes have different names for the same type of creature. Yeah, it's called differently. Matter of fact, uh, we were supposed to go. I think you were aware of it, but we we were toying with the idea of going some tunnels up in Rockin County, New York, and just it just mentioned it, you know. And Cindy got Cindy call, <laughs> calls us up, and Cindy, I mean, just tell them about your dream and, and what you. Yeah, or, tell the story, yeah, Cindy. Definitely it's tell all, it. All related. Yeah. Okay, well, it was very strange because Al hadn't mentioned these tunnels, and basically they're more like bunkers. And the reason I know this is because I had this dream, and I'm walking right down the middle of what looks like bunkers. Uh, You know, big bunkers. I could see, you know, where people had spray-painted on the side. There was trash in there, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere... I just got to say this entity just came up and was nose to nose to me and said, get out. Mm. I immediately woke up. I was shaking. And so I asked out, I said, where are you going? That looks like <laughs> the next day. I said, because that was one of the most frightening experiences that I've ever had. I think that was more of a more than a dream, actually. Well, I don't believe it was a dream. I, I agree with that because I knew when I woke up it wasn't a dream. Yeah. And I told Al, I said, he said, "Oh, we're thinking about." I said, "Don't go there. <laughs> don't go yeah, there." Yeah, and, and, and in reality, there there they were um, storage facilities for uh, ammunition in um, in New York during world war ii and you know obviously everything has been taken out of them and they're they're vacant now and cindy is telling me this story and she says i ran into this creature and she's describing it and you know yep. she says, i've never seen anything like it and this and that and the other thing and i when she was finishing and I, I didn't tell her that we were planning on going to these bunkers i didn't plan i didn't tell her anything it just came to her so after she finished describing the creature i said sounds to me like you're describing a windigo and yep. she's like what's a windigo I said, Google it. And no, I sent her the it. picture. I sent her the picture of Wendigos. I remember. Oh, I, you sent it to her? I, I sent her a picture, it. and she was like, oh, my God. That's that it. That was it. Yeah. Well, this thing, actually, because that was so close to me, nose to nose, its face was ske- a skeleton. Okay? Right. Yep. I mean, it was it was very bizarre. I mean, so the, I had this skeleton, basically, on this skeletal body. But the and the eyes were bright red, and it's. I mean, when it said "get out," I was shaking. I couldn't even sleep the rest of the night. Didn't you salt the house? You ran out and salted your house. Yeah, it scared. Yes, this scared me so bad. Yes, it I was. actually did. I lived. I did a, a whole cleansing of my house, and Al had sent me. This is before you sent me the the holy oil. I put salt in the around the house because it did scare the. It scared me witless. And I'm not usually scared because I've been having these incidents my whole life. But that, I don't know. I told him really that I suspect that there has been a lot of devil worshiping going on in them 
smokers and he he called them tunnels and these were not tunnels i mean i was physically in there and what was funny when i was walking down through there i was i said what what am i doing here why am i here what is this i mean that was going through my mind do you think do you think he was pulled in by that arizona more more so i well the first thing when she told me the story about what she came up with against i'm thinking uh, it was not uh, a physical creature and then she said it was skeletal yeah. and it's like okay well okay part of it was it, so in other words part of it is dead and part of it is still there and it is spiritual and it was like going up against a a shadow person but it wasn't a shadow person it was something else right, right. i mean right i mean the other part to this story is you're talking about magical rituals taking place and they're by kids Yes. It's not someone who practices the occult and knows what the hell they're doing. It's all stupid crap by kids. So right. anything can go in there. I mean, it could be light. It could be dark. It could be something that uh, they intended one thing to happen and something else happened because they didn't know what was going on right. or how to do it. I agree. So you have no clue what the hell is in that thing. And then, then actually, Brian actually researched the area, and uh, it's what was it, Ramapo, New York, Brian? And Around there, yeah. It was that. It was it. Wasn't it Native American land? I mean, I mean, Ramapo I Indians. Native, yeah, everything was Native American, but you know, so there was a, a Native American connection to this land, and apparently, where they 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 dug these um, bunkers out um, was like. Um, sacred land to the Ramapo Indians so who the hell knows you know well, who conjured it up that could be why they told her to get out too because it, it, uh, it, if it's a guardian of the uh, the sacred land right? it, it could be that I mean right. those, weren't, those weren't pretty creatures they no, weren't right. pretty by any sense of the word I mean I remember um, one of the things that she, when she wasn't feeling well I said you know I'm going to try to try to protect healing on you and, and golden light and whatever and I and somehow I was there you know do sending some prayers her way and I was able to literally it sounded like I felt like I was traveling there I literally traveled to her house I've never never seen a um, a picture of her at the time nor did I see anything I don't even know what her house really looks like whatsoever even now um, but I described it and when I was in there sending sending the light and healing at one point i saw this this creature i told everything you know you need to leave i put the bubble around it whatever this creature came out the back of her house saw me and took out took off like a bat out of hell and the best i can describe it is really tall lanky bony partially like a bigfoot but with like like this horrifying face and i was able to tag this thing down in the ground and literally I'm not one of those t- that would do this, but I, I, I went, it looked like it was like scared crapless. I put my hand in its chest. I ripped its heart out. And, you know, it sounds it sound like to me what you were describing when you, when you, when you were describing that creature to me, the, with the, something that they call like the rake. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about uh, you, we had discussed that you are a Mason. Yep. That you are initiated. <laughs> that masons uh, the old version of the masons have been known to do some very serious dark crap and uh that's why they're running from you (laughs) (laughs) that's funny Uh, you know i'm kind of worried about you know that he was seeing this thing outside my house but the problem is periodically 
I have, I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I have these scraping on my windows that sound like nails. And like a stupid, the first time it happened, I went outside because most people would have been afraid of it. I knew something was out there, but I didn't believe it was physically out there. I believed it was metaphysical. So I run out there. I don't see anything. First, I wanted to make sure there wasn't a branch or some. the wind was blowing to make this noise because I want to debunk it. You know, I'm not going to act automatically go that there's some creature out there. But it, it's funny that because I had a family mover, member move in here two months ago, and he told me, what is the deal with the scratching on the window? And I said, oh, you've heard it too. I said, just stop paying attention to it. And he said, your house is crazy. <laughs> Get out. I mean, right. And what was so funny, I'll go out there and face all these things. But my, these toys go off. I was telling Al about this. These toys go off in my house constantly. All the time. You know, you're not near them. I've got one that actually is a remote control that you have to push buttons. And that was it. That was what we had. That thing would go off. Well, I went out one night. It's pitch black in the house, like I said. Went out to get me a smoke. Sorry. So, I came back in, and this thing goes right off by my foot. It scares me so bad, I almost passed out. <laughs> and, and Al says, you go out and face entities outside, but you're afraid of a kid's toy. <laughs> I said, well, I mean, this just went I mean, that's one of the reasons I jumped. Because I was like, what the hell is this? Hey Arizona, can I segue back into the the darker side of the of Arizona Tramp? Uh, yeah. Oh um, so I know that you're a warlock, right? No, I am no warlock. Oh, you're not a warlock. A war, unless you are a Satanist, a warlock is a betrayer. Okay. So you're just a, a am, witch or a, or a high priest? A, I am a witch. I am what I am. Well, that's let's talk the, about what you are. I am. A, I. That's all. I, I am what I am. Right. All right. I, I I practice witchcraft. I practice the occult. Okay. I pra- I practice Reiki. I slow, slow get on the radio and I <laughs> do swamp gas and, yeah. so, and and have you guys on the show. I mean, <laughs> it, it's like uh, I, I I am I am I I know absolutely everything there is to know about absolutely nothing. All right. So let's let's go back to practicing witchcraft and. Where, when, who got you involved in that? How did all of that start? Yes. Yeah, okay. Start at the you, beginning. You man. want the dark story about how the occult? No, I just want the story. It doesn't have to be dark. No, bro. Be, because it doesn't Dude. always have to be dark. I mean, you know. Well, guess what? I'm sorry to bust your bubble. In 1983, and it was on 60 Minutes. I had a set of twins. They were a year old. One of the twins who ended up being killed from by my ex-wife by shaken baby syndrome first claimed that my daughter had caught her head in the crib and uh that's how her neck got snapped when uh and so on and so forth i'm not going to go through the whole story it was on 60 minutes the crib making the the people who make the cribs the crib factory ended up making the slats thinner closer together because of this cindy did five months in prison for involuntary manslaughter. That's just her name was Cynthia Hatch. 
she went around and tried to say, well, I did it, but I was nowhere to be found. I never once had to talk to the police. I never had once uh, talked to 60 Minutes. Nobody fucking talked to me. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> no, no nobody once ever talked to me about anything. Right. All right. So nobody wow. got my side of the story. But when Cindy got out of prison, she got in my face. She stood right in my face on Jack Jackson, uh, whatever, uh, uh, Adam Street, on Adam Street, and started running her mouth. And I grabbed a beer bottle, and I was ready to stab her there. And I didn't. Uh, I went home, and my first ritual was second ritual, actually. Uh, uh, she ended up um, dying the very same way. Uh, uh that my daughter died oh my gosh that's that's just wow because you're talking to you know we're all parents and, and that's what got that's what did, i did what i did and i would do it again and i take responsibility for it uh, uh this you know what i've seen i've i've seen things like this and 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 i know other people and it's when when it gets to your kids and and it's it's unfortunately it's an accident, but that accident causes people to lose their 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 mind because of what you you're talking about. And I don't blame you. I would do the same thing. I mean, it's I'm just, getting my ear. I'm getting screamed at in my ear right now by. Uh, <clears throat> she says, "Tell the story the the, the right way." And I said, "No, I'm not going to tell the story." <laughs> No, I mean, my, I'll be honest with you. My ears been ringing all day too, um, but uh, but you know, I, I didn't mean to pry into anything as uh, dark and personal as that. I just I, you know want. To I know, told this on Future Theater. Okay, I, I was just basically wanted to know, like, you know, how did you get involved? You know, was there someone who who put, brought you under their wing and showed you? the dark arts and stuff like that you know just nobody you know, who well, what where when and why kind of nobody stuff. Not, you know. nobody physically physicized i had a bunch of spiritual spiritual teachers up until like in 95 uh i i my mother was taught by circe my aunt was taught by circe okay well uh, that's where i was going yeah, so circe knew who i was uh, everybody in the coven knew who i was well, why don't you, old, why, don't you tell, why don't you tell the why don't you tell the listeners who Cersei is? Uh, Cersei was the queen of the Black Swamp in Northwest Ohio for a long time, and she also did her thing up in Detroit for a while. Uh, and she's Howard's uh, Harold, excuse me, Harold from Toledo Ghost Hunters. Right. She's a relative of his. Um, but is she a voodoo priestess. I mean, no, I mean, you know, no. What, she's she is she Wiccan? is. What she, she is what she was, not Wiccan, not even a, not even close no. to being Wiccan. I mean, that's, she well, that's what I'm trying, she, I'm trying to pull out of you, man. <laughs> she is what she is, right? Uh, okay. Lights. Uh, well, you know, uh, good lady. If you cross, I mean, she's got two sons that are in the FBI, but um, if you crossed her, you were done. And so, uh, and finally, I started. Uh, wasn't taught specifically by Cersei, but someone who was one of her students, and uh, that's where I was initiated into the craft. Was was through that, right. and I learned all kinds of dirty little things. And but at the same time, it's like when you go and get your medical degree as a doctor. You have to know what's going to kill somebody before you can heal them. You have to know what's going to kill somebody before you can give them the proper dose. 
Right. You got to know all that kind of stuff. Not that you're ever going to use it, but you need to know it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, this is not the first time I've heard about this. Um, we have a person like that uh, that actually lives in the area around Little Rock. And then she is the same way. I was actually told if you... She invited me into her psychic circle. I ran from her because I said, no, no, no. But I was told by other people that if she did not lock you or whatever, you would have an accident. So, and this woman's quite famous. She bills herself as a psychic. Right. But I'm not sure, you know, I could not kill anyone psychically. But I guess it's possible. I don't know how how to do that psychically but well, uh, th- i'm saying she she claims she's just a psychic not into every anything else but that's not what i heard i actually heard if you join her psychic circle that she drains you and i heard this person. well you know i told her no well i was i was totally afraid from the minute she asked me i mean i just this horrible fear and i didn't know anything about it came over me and i was like no 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 yeah, you don't have to be a vampire to do vampiring, right? No, I, I was just wondering if you would, you know, someone like that is what they've referred to as a psychic vampire. That's well, that is uh, uh, something that's talked about by people who, again, don't know what the hell they're talking about. So, uh, so, so being a vampire, being well, I will. I'm going okay. to right now. That's why I, I right. feel like it's, having you on because I know the last <laughs> time I heard you talk about this stuff, you educated the shit out of me, and I, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on tonight. You know, to ask you all these questions. I wanted education. Everything. Once you reach a certain point in the occult, you realize you don't need all these tools. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. You learn to work with the energies. Right, and that's what you're doing, and when you decide to target someone and pull their energy, which, frankly, in my opinion, is kind of stupid to do, especially if if the person's uh, not well in the first place, because you end up pulling more than just just their energy. You'll pull their personality. You'll pull their right. uh, whatever mental uh, problems that they have. You'll end up with a bunch of freaking issues that aren't yours that are sticking to you when yeah. you do this sort of thing. And uh, so, so it's not the healthiest con- thing for you to do. There's consequences involved when you there's do stuff. There's always consequences yes. involved in what you Every single thing that you do, magical or not magical, right. or, there's consequences for everything that you do. Uh, it it, it doesn't matter if it hits you tomorrow for what you have done or what you haven't done or the good deed, bad deed. It doesn't matter what I'm talking about. Right. It doesn't matter if it hits you tomorrow or 10 years right. from now. It's going to hit you. It's like, for example, you know, Kelly ran, uh, got a, I told you the story already. Uh, Kelly got a flat tire tonight. Well, she, uh, my shoulder has been uh, all screwed up for like, over two weeks now i can't pull a tire off of a van and put a new uh, uh put the the good tire on the van I, i'm physically not capable to do that right now because uh, how bad a shape my arm is in so as soon as we pull over this guy pulls up and takes the old tire off and puts a new tire on and says you know you know pass it on yeah, sorry, well, you know that's good right. karma that that's yeah, how that karma. kind of thing Absolutely. works out on the other hand 
we all know what can happen if the other way around. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, that's why. But Kelly's a bitch. always Ke- Kelly's always doing good things for people. She will she will give you the the shirt off her back. She's that kind of a person. Right, you know. and, and it absolutely does work. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um. I I'm always you know I pay for people's food. I pay for the person's food behind me, and this is just an interesting story. So I can tell it real quick. There was a point in my life where I had no food for my kids, okay? And this is, I was really worried. I was going to go into this grocery store and write a hot check, okay, for $50. I stepped out my car and stepped on a $100 bill. True oh, man. Story. This nice. is a true story. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I started crying. I really did because yeah, I Yeah, I, w- I bet you food. did, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. You know, it, it's... Go ahead. Sorry, Cindy. That's okay. I just, I was just going to say, this has happened to me several times. When I have been in need, it's been provided for me. So I guess I've been very lucky. It, it's, you know, it's, it's, talk about karma, like, you know, and what happened to Kelly Tennant, you know, with the, with the tire and all that stuff. It's really weird. I also noticed that, that I'm, I'm a pretty good person. I believe in the karma thing, and I've always doing these karma bits for people. And and uh, I'm just a good guy until you piss me off. Then I'm not that nice, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Because it look, you get more from honey than lemons, right? Um, Absolutely, one hundred percent. But there's times when you you know if some if life's throwing lemons at you, you know I just throw them back. But you know, <laughs> but I've noticed that people that 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 even with the good that are doing such good deeds. They still get crapped on by by the the karma gods or whatever the force is that's doing it, and I've that's always true. questioned that. I'm like, you know what? I'm a good person. I'm not killing people. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Why do you keep screwing me over? I guess that's the it's the question that we we all have to ask ourselves, and right. and then then I go back to like, okay, what did my relatives or third, fourth, fifth generation do that that's affecting me? What do I have to do to change that? Because I want that crap to stop personally right now. I'm not passing that on to my kids. Right, I understand. Karma has nothing to do with a bloodline. Karma has to do with you specifically. Yeah. Uh, Karma, uh, there are things that, and I don't agree with this part of the way that the the karmatic system is set up, is that stuff that I did uh, lifetimes ago, I'm dealing with now. Right. Uh, but I don't remember why and I don't remember how, well how am I supposed to learn right. um, if I cannot remember what the hell I did to have this happen in the first place or why this person is in my life doing the things whatever those things are right. yeah it, it's it's that's I mean I don't know if anybody else has done that but sometimes I sit there you know and you have these you're getting like a you have a really bad day be it like you know you have the shoulder pain you know the tire a bill comes in whatever it is and you you sit back and you're like you really do search you're like okay what did i do can someone give me that sign just tell me give me a hint you know i have you know personally i would have an intention to rectify that because i don't want i don't want my kids to go through it and i don't want to go through it anymore i don't know what i did but you know in life this we're hit by so many different variables and Wow, I mean, it's it's just insanity. The the person that you were working, you know, that that was in the swamp, um, when when your your mother was learning and and everybody was learning from this person, did you also learn from them? The- I did not. Seriously, 
taught me a little bit but it was from socially talking with her right uh at the table type of discussions it wasn't uh okay this is how you do this or this or this she never taught me anything like that she however did show me some things parts of some things and 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 she would tell me later you will learn what this is uh she was there during the times of uh, I uh, and I told Harold this story of how in 1988, what Circe? I didn't even know where Circe was at the time. Actually, in '88, Circe was in Detroit. I didn't know this, but she had a, a store up in Detroit, and that's where she was living. In 1988, I took my wife, my new wife at the time, and my three, well, my daughter, and my two step boys, and we walked over to Circe's store in the oliver house she wasn't going to open that store for 15 years and that's where cersei met my she was there that day right and but she didn't uh, open that store till 15 years later exactly (laughs) (laughs) my My daughter will tell you how my daughter will tell you she will tell you about it she will tell you she was in the car when I when I would drive to De, from De, uh, Toledo to Detroit in 19 minutes. Uh, there's a she she <clears throat> she she can verify a whole lot of stuff. Not uh, but I'm not. She, I doubt that she would want to get on a talk show. <laughs> no, I mean, that's okay. my daughter. Unless it's Jerry Springer. No, or but, but, hey, you know, Tramp, I got a question for you. Do you think that um? curses can be can be put on families and do they go from one generation to another is that all myth i mean what you know what do you think about that as far as uh uh, that sort of thing goes i think that uh yeah it's very possible that that can uh uh, the spell work uh, not karma but spell work uh can follow family lines if the spell is created by someone that has the capable capability of doing so right. i mean wow. uh, anything is possible uh, we've all heard of it but uh, <clears throat> i don't understand someone that would hate somebody bad enough to curse their family in the future that has done nothing wrong with them i'm sorry i just don't understand that no, well, a lot of these curses were done when the people were freaking really illiterate think about it true, when, true. when you a witch knew knew their own language they had their own language that they could read and write but they didn't know how to uh, write english because they were there nobody had beyond a first grade type of uh, education and in the 1800s if you had a third grade education you were a freaking genius true yeah. and anybody a you know, I mean, for the common people, I'm talking about. Right, right. I right. mean, uh, it's, it's, it wasn't until the uh, uh, beginning of the uh, 1900s where people became educated right. and had the ability sure. to become educated. So you were talking about a lot of uneducated people, and you're talking about people who uh, would think something was magic that wasn't. Right. By any sense of the word, anything right. that, that wasn't right. Um, they could blame on magic. Right. So, well, I mean, in the whole educational process, right, you know, we're talking about these people that are uneducated. When you were studying this or 
did you study it or was it just a part of your world and then from there it triggered like wow that was pretty interesting i'm uh, um i'm gonna learn that and you started learning and then learning the paths of, of being a pagan for the most part I, am i correct when i when i most people you, that study this um, are on the pagan side i i became pagan i, I understood that i was pagan much later oh, okay. uh but uh, paganism is basically earthbound uh, religion uh, uh, that's you know uh, everything about the earth is is, is paganism I mean uh, that is your your church it's, uh, like, it's like the closest you can get to being like almost Native American I mean, well they- so, something like that yeah and, but uh, I studied I would go to the library and I would learn stuff and it, but at the same time, uh, I had spiritual teachers right. that would guide me and, and, and tell me uh, this is what's going on and uh, some of the stuff. They, they would come out and say some of the stuff you just have to have faith because right. if you don't have faith, it's just not going to work. Right. Yeah. And faith, uh, to me, all religion, every single religion is bullshit. The occult is not the religion. Wicca is a religion. Witchcraft is a is a religion. Satanism is a religion. Christianity, Muslim, Jewish—that's right. uh, all religion. All religion is bullshit. It's faith. Faith right. is something that you either have or you don't have, and it's a must. And it's not faith in something else. It's faith in you. So it's it's within ourselves. So it's within you. So what what part of it is faith, and then the other part is belief. Like you know, like uh, uh, following, like like I, I always think of Tibetan, you know, the monks and stuff like that. You know, if you believe in yourself and you believe it's going to work and you believe that chanting is going to help heal, how much is am, is it equal parts or is it just you know sometimes it sounds crazy luck? Faith is more of an automatic thing. The only way I can describe faith and give an example is it's a very stormy night. You know, you believe that when you flip that light switch, that light's going to come on. But you have faith that because all the other lights are out in the neighborhood, when you flip that switch, that light's going to come on. That's faith. That's so, and that goes back to technically what you said earlier: is let's try an experiment. Believe and have the faith. You're going to get that spot closest to the building. Believe you're going to get that 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 position you want, or you need the money, and you're going to get it. You don't know how it's going to happen, but you believe that it's going to happen. It's a faith type of, of, of thing. Or it's thinking a, it's positive. A, it's positive thinking. It's faith. Yes. It's yes. manifestation. Yeah. But, expectation uh, expectation, and manifestation. Thought, expectation, manifestation. Right. I don't remember the whole which is triangle right now. Right. That's my bad. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, you hear about this in other religions as well. I mean, or, you know, even the, the you know, ones that technically classify BS. I think religion in general is more of a control thing, not really a religion. I think religion or true religion or, or belief is is an enlightenment. You, you, you wake up to what's real, what's really going on there, you know? Yeah. It's, it's very hard to describe faith because it's a personal it, it is faith in you it, it you what you are here is just a fragment of what you really are your higher self your higher consciousness you are part of that 
right and and uh, your spirit comes through your soul and ends up in your body and your soul is like the ballast in a fluorescent light it takes that high frequency of your spirit and brings it down so that it can stay inside of a physical body without burning it up Whoa. right very cool i love the way you described that that was great man right and i wanted to ask you a question don't you find that people that are able to feel the energies of everything around them and what i include is the energies of trees grass because they all put out a living energy that you're more to believe in pagan beliefs because you can feel that these things are basically alive well i agree with, alive. I, I agree with right. that because when it comes down to when you wake up and you pull your head out and right. you realize that it's not all about you and you realize that everything is you and you are everything else and that you are just as important as everything and everything right. is everything's equal all across the freaking board even the sun the moon the, the universe everything is 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 on an equal level and humans bring it down to a, a dumbed down where they think that they are not worthy of anything and that's because of religion not i'm not saying what religion because all religions basically do that to you right well i think that because of me i think that the one reason that i i think it was a gift by being able to to feel all these energies that i knew even though young age there was a, a lot of things that we were connected and there was a much greater process going on so what I'm saying, I, I think it it helps if you're not completely closed off. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you, uh, you, you need to be open. Right. You need to be open to everything. You need to be able to close off at will to protect yourself right. and, and, and others. Yes. But, you know, um, you... you I don't know. I'm I'm kind of losing track here with <laughs> no, That's okay. I, I was the one that went out. I mean, because when you were talking about pagan rituals and things, I, you know, being able to feel everything is energy, and people that are able to feel this know that everything is energy. Everything trains outlook. It will change your outlook for the rest of your life. When Everything you, is is energy. There, I've even seen reports where scientists are trying to claim that they can prove this through physics now. Right. Though uh, those reports I've seen have come from places that uh, I cannot really trust. I understand. But uh, I've known for a long. It's this is the physical manifestation of dream time. The Aborigines will right. tell you how the physical world came from dream time. They they told you that. 5,000 years ago nobody understood what it meant and it, everything is is is, is energy uh, more or less to to keep it like that everything is, right. so an energy cannot be destroyed it can only be changed it can be converted it can be manipulated it can be uh, you can take something that's negative uh, and turn it into something positive right uh, just with will and manifestation right 
So w- when you're doing this well, whole, thank you. oh sorry, when when I you were doing all thanks. this stuff, um, and you and you're going through your your early years, and and how did you translate, and how did you move from that into more of like a, we're going to call it paranormal because your show st- it 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 kind of straddles a a, a a bunch of different things, and but okay. it does it, it still gets into the paranormal realm, but from from studying this and moving back and forth it, was it a step that you made through music through you know well music was a part of it uh what it was is basically when me and kelly got together um <clears throat> she had uh we we ended up going to a pagan spiritual gathering that was my first one a psg down in in uh indiana our haven and things started opening up for me there as well as when I was in Sedona, my Reiki master teaching me things. And uh, when I went down to Louisiana, that's where I was staying with is my Reiki master. And then I went up to uh, Windsor and I learned. And, and so over the last 15 years is when I've actually been able to grow the hell up and realize the way things actually are and the way that they work. Right. Uh, the The... Where you're heading to is uh, I, I went from having a, a pagan radio station and playing pagan music because basically, ha ha, I'm not Christian, I'm playing pagan and I'm doing just all of those little bitty witchy things that, that you know, uh, fighting the system, keep, keep us all fighting the system and keeping us all exactly in the chains that we are in and it's by our own hand. Right. Right. That's something that's important there. And I, I went from that to, okay, well, I'm going to start, I started working at different radio stations and, and stuff, and they all kind of, you know, after a while, they fall apart because, well, MySpace was around. Ah. MySpace took everybody away, and nobody went and visited personal websites anymore. Nobody listened to nobody's radio station. Well, then Facebook came and destroyed MySpace, and Facebook <laughs> des- destroyed destroyed my first uh, my well destroyed my couple of radio stations that were going on, and now it's finally gotten to the point where MySpace, uh, MySpace, well, Facebook is um, uh, a tool that I use to to attract people. I finally figured out how to half-ass do that. Uh, but back to the original question, Kelly would take me to like to her friend's uh, house. Uh, he had he bought a church. This guy bought a church. Uh, an old stone church that was around uh, in the 20s uh, during uh, it was around during World War One, and when everybody got sick, they would use that church as sanctuary uh, to to try to heal the sick and give them a place to be to quarantine them from everybody else. So we would go in there, and I would it was uh, there were all these orbs and, and EVPs and stuff. And so I, I'm starting to get involved in this. And, and who turned me on was my buddy from, from Simply Queen. Uh, he, he, uh, we did a couple of EVPs in a cemetery up there. And it's like, okay, whatever. And I'm still kind of blowing all this kind of stuff off. <laughs> uh, well, what, what finally found it, the, the foundation for it was, and I think you heard me talk with uh, uh, the guy from Toil Paranormal, uh, or yeah, Toil Ghost Hunters, yeah. Harold. Uh, was the place on East Broadway here on the east side of Toledo, which was the funeral home. 
that Kelly's daughter and Kelly's daughter's uh, roommate uh, friend was living in at the time. And I think she was 17 or 18 when she was living there. And they would come rushing home into the house and they would look at, uh, I had just like a, the year before initiated uh, uh, Kelly into the craft, into the occult. And so, you know, they come running in and saying, oh, well, our house is haunted. Our house is haunted. You got to help. You got to do something. And I'm going, oh, well, maybe I can do this and, and we'll go smudge it and, and, and we'll do this and, right. and all this. This is before there was any TV shows about ghost hunting or anything like that. Oh yeah! Before it got so, like, you know, I didn't know that you were supposed to do it this way, this way, and this way. No, the power was on. It was raining. There were people in the house. The lights were on. Um, but I got some killer EVPs. Uh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know you wanted to hear them, so I don't have them ready for you. Right now. <laughs> you know. Okay. But um, story alone is great. And but so we got we got I got like ten EVPs from this place, and chills that r- would run up and down my spine, and uh, I, now it's a daycare, and I gotta wonder how <laughs> they open because you know little kids, little babies, they they can see all this kind of stuff. Yeah, they're wide oh, open. Yeah. absolutely. You yeah. know, so it's it's got to be a mess there, uh, and and uh, then it was like at, at we me and Kelly would do things, and sometimes I wouldn't do I wouldn't close ritual properly or something, and I would hear uh, footsteps stopping upstairs when nobody's there, and I gave you that one EVP. Oh yeah, of Willow. Willow was talking, saying, "I don't want to." I, I was trying to get her to say, uh, "Unknown Spirit Radio." I've got another, I've got her another. I've got another EV, uh, uh, tape of her saying that, and the TV's going on behind it. But with this, there was nothing on in the room, but you can hear another woman, yeah. female voice. You know, you've heard it. You can I, hear. I'll send it to everybody else if they haven't haven't heard it, but it's it's incredible, and I'm going to slow it. You know, I'm going to play around with it, try to isolate the, the beginning of that that uh, EVP. So you know, it's like Art Bell's coming back, and uh, okay, well, this is a chance because Keith is looking for for people. So I threw my website back together and I say, hey, Keith, can I come on your network? And Keith says, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, fine, the hell with it because it wasn't working for me. And I quit. And a year later, I started it back up. Bear t- had talked me into, and a few others had talked me into starting it back up. So I did. And it is it has become what what it is today. Uh, Keith still doesn't want my show, but... Uh, Yet he'll have uh, all these other people. I'll, I'll say it like that on on, on dark <laughs> matter. And <clears throat> then there's the uh, talks that I've had with Art Bell that uh, on open lines that nobody remembers. <laughs> hey, Tramp, Tramp, talk about talk about the your house, the haunted house you live in today. Well, the haunted that's house how- I live in today. Yeah, this- that's a great story too. <laughs> From a dark basement. In a haunted dwelling somewhere in a black swamp of Northwest Ohio, this is Swampcast, and I am your host, Arizona Tramp, and I'm not pants. But anyhow, <laughs> very true, very true. I, uh, the, the lady that old man, yeah, yeah the lady that lady we bought the house from uh, is the daughter, uh, uh, the, the lady that she's still alive that lived in the house and well, uh, everybody, they, they lived, they grew up, the lady we bought the house from um, 
she grew up in this house and, and uh, they were the only other owners uh, she ended up uh, having two fathers uh, one was a stepdad of course uh, but um, they both died here and uh, the lady uh, would clean her house and she, she was spotless she was a spotless person but uh, she would clean her house and she would wake up and she'd go in uh, on the kitchen counter. She'd go to make her coffee. And there's this this dust on, on the counter just in the form of a heart. And uh, all this kind of stuff, this is what would happen to her. And she, that's how she knew that her husband was still there and that her husband loved her. When me and Kelly got here, uh, when we're outside looking through and the first time we walked through, I didn't pick anything up. Uh, I knew there was some, you know, stuff going on but i couldn't you know there's always there always is in a house that's damn near 100 old years old oh, yeah. in the property swamp and all this kind of stuff anyhow uh what we did and when we moved in i could smell him he would follow me all over the place and kelly had not Ke- kelly had not mentioned to me any anything about this and uh, that I told you about the guys that died. I didn't know anything about it. And, and so I brought it up to her and she told me uh, the stories that she heard that she blew off too. Well, this guy, he smelled, it, it smelled like, uh, it smelled like a dirty old folks home if you've ever been in one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it smelled nasty, like somebody ain't took a bath in, 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 uh, in a year. I mean, it's that kind of nastiness, that that kind of nasty stench. And it would follow me around. Uh, Eventually, we got tired of it. I smudged the house, so he stays outside. But uh, he he would do things. He would do things like uh, you'd shut the refrigerator door, and you know you'd stand there and you'd watch it because of what had just happened before. You'd you'd watch that refrigerator, and the magnet's real good on the refrigerator door. It doesn't happen anymore. Right. But he would open the damn refrigerator door up as soon as you'd (laughs) go around the corner. And you'd have to turn around and shut that refrigerator door. He would do things like annoying little things like that. And uh, when I would have, I had a talk with him. I said, I'm not changing things around drastically. You don't have to worry about it. You are welcome here. You're not a threat to me. I don't care if you're here or not. But, you know, so he's not here a lot of the time. Neither one of them. Uh, They're here, but they're not. Every once in a while, I will see him walk past my window or I'll see him walk through part of the house or he will go into one of his uh, one of the guys one of their favorite places is my shed my man cave and he will do things to annoy me like he will take something i know specifically i put one place and he'll put it somewhere else and i have to search for it for an hour uh, uh, and that that's as bad as it gets you know um so you yeah, learn to coexist then right i mean you, we've you, learned to, yeah it's 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 all good I mean, you, but, can, uh, you can have him get you a scotch or something. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've got scotch. But, you know. <laughs> well, can, uh, let me ask you a question. Does uh, your daughter see him at all? Does she? Does he interact with her? Uh, Willow? Yeah, Willow. Yeah, I didn't want to well, say Well, she's not my daughter. She's my granddaughter. But, oh, uh, your granddaughter. I'm sorry, Willow. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to say she's my daughter, there'd be questions and <laughs> people would be so no, soft. Okay. And That's a little more like, down oh, south. She there, is my grand. <laughs> yeah, it's not south. It's, <laughs> she, she is my granddaughter, and um, she, she sees things every once in a while. Does he interact with her at all? 
Not really, not anymore. No. Okay. So when he okay. first, when we were first here, he used to try to interact with everybody. So and, and when Willow came, did he did he back off at that point? You know, like he said, "No, nah, I'm not going to play this game anymore because there's, there's a little one there." Willow's been here since day one. Oh, so he was still doing and, it, but and, he would just pick it on you. <laughs> well, what he wanted was, uh, I think, what he wanted was um, uh, recognition. Yeah, they both wanted recognition, and that's yeah. what they wanted. And uh, I gave it to them. You know, um, I, I think that's what most spirits uh, and any situation like what I'm in now. I think right. that's mostly what the entities want is recognition. Okay, you recognize that I'm here. Everything's cool. You do your thing. I'll do my thing, and it'll be all right. You know, it's when you ignore it and that it starts to get worse. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I agree. People I just agree. don't want to, you know. We have so many people in this in in the world, and, and my wife doesn't even want to believe. And what's great though is when you have someone that just doesn't want to recognize it or doesn't want to, you know, believe in it. When when, <laughs> when something happens to them, you kind of want to go like, haha, <laughs> got gotcha. you. Or turn, or turn you around so. and say, oh, you've got demons in your. When it's not a demon, no. I hate when people use that term, you know, everything, oh, there's a demon, or we need an exorcist. No, you have a really pissed off ghost because you decided to change the wallpaper in the house that him and his wife or whatever took months, if not a year, to figure out, and they don't like when you change their thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Or God forbid you knock down a wall to make a room bigger, and that wall was like their child's room, you know what I mean? That'll set something off, you know, right out out of control. But yeah, it, it will. And but but it, they, it, we, I've already had that discussion with them. Uh, so okay. at some point we are changing, and we right. are doing this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and I'm going to do it, whether you like it or not. And you know, I, I, whatever happens, happens. But uh, you know, um, I think it'll be all right. I don't think it's going to be that but, much. But problem. you know what? At least you gave him the respect to have that discussion with him. You know, most people are so oblivious to. to to the supernatural, the paranormal, whatever you want to call it, that they just go and they do things bl- like blindly, you know. And then, like you said, everything has consequences. And then when the shit hits the fan, for lack of a better term, I mean, they don't know what to do with themselves. You oh, know, I'm just waiting for her to keel over because she's in that case. She's getting to that age that she's, you know, dementia and all that. And when she dies, if she ends up back here, we're gonna have some fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> that that woman there, she she was uh, a bitch when she's. She, yeah, I've heard all kinds of stories about this woman. Uh, so, you, know, you know she's coming back, too. Yeah. You know that. You know because love is deaf, dumb, and blind. That's why she's coming back. She's going to be there with her hubby. But, well, uh, I sort of figured it's one of the reasons that they are here because they're waiting on her. Yeah, I agree. Right. I totally agree. Well, so. It, it's, and, and I mean, you've been, where have you been doing this this show, the current show? Right now, like you know, where is have you? Is it always been out of out of a, a dark swamp, <laughs> Northwest Ohio, or you know? uh, with with this uh, with Black Swamp Radio? It's always been here on the east side of the Maumee River, uh, either out of uh, uh, Oregon, Ohio, or where I'm currently at now. Um, Oregon, Ohio, is between where I'm at now and Toledo. Um, 
And, so. and I mean, through through your your path and and you know going through life and doing all these things, and I guess working from the radio station, you have some amazing people that are guests on your show. Um, most people would would dream of having people like this in the show. Is it is it through your 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 path in life that you've crossed, or you just said, hey, I'm going to take a whim on, you know, I'm just going to. Oh well, I've uh, I had Chris Brown find me some people. I had Danny. Baldwin, I guess, is in the name. Right. Danny, yeah. he helped yeah, me no get Danny. me some people. Amanda Curran has helped me get some awesome people. Because uh, I personally, uh, I, I book people, but uh, I, I suck at it. <laughs> so it's, okay. That's Least fine. At least you're honest, Least you're I mean, it's it's really difficult. I mean, we're, we've just started this. You know, this is something we, you know, I've been talking about since day one I met Al for the most part. But, um, it's it's a difficult task, and and um, I mean I I like your model. I like the way you've done things. There's a, there's a few people in this in this podcasting slash internet radio industry that I actually do like. I like the way they do their show and and the format and where they interview. And you're you're high on my list personally. Um, I think you have a great show. Um, that's I, you know I I support and I I promote it to other people as well, but. Wow, what a test, you know, to try to get people. I mean, I've asked people. Al's been doing it um, as well. Thank you, Al. <laughs> You're welcome, Brian. But, you know, you know, I'm pretty good with people, so I'm a people person. And I've been, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest. Everyone I've reached out to has agreed to come on, and I'm batting a thousand. And it's just, you know, now it's all about scheduling. It's still something I'm struggling with as far as the scheduling goes, but yeah. you know. It, we'll get it all together, and we'll get all our little ducks in a row and everything else. But, um, I, you know, just been lucky. I mean, everyone I talk to just, you know, loves us, and they want to come on, and they want to be on our show. And just, I'm just, you know, we're, we're lucky that way. You know, we have a good oh, rapport well, with a lot of people, you know. Just wait till you're doing a show live sometime. <laughs> and the person that you're supposed to have on for a guest tells you 10 minutes before the show after not responding to you for two days. <laughs> oh, I can't come on. Or uh, that's what we call you. You know, that's what you call me. Okay, well, pick up your guitar. I'll but... pick up my guitar. Al will pick up his guitar. <laughs> It'll be like some thing. southern rock band. <laughs> Three blind mice. <laughs> but you know, but you know what, Al, Al, um, Arizona. The one good thing about us, you know. It's not one man juggling three things like you are. It's three of us juggling one thing. And, you know, between Brian and Cindy and myself. And we have our team and all of our experiences and our investigations, which we haven't, I haven't even had a chance to schedule us in our own show. Yeah, you know seriously. what I mean? So, you know, I mean, and I totally get it. People bail in the last minute for whatever reasons. I totally get it. But I think we're, we're lucky enough because we've done enough investigations. We haven't really talked about any of our stuff on our show yet. And, you know, it's always with us, seems like plan B always seems to work out for us for one reason or another. And um, I'll be brutally honest with you. It, it, I'm not worried about it because I know 
between Cindy, Brian, and myself, we can talk for hours about nothing. Yes, you can. I can attest to that. Yes. But there's, there's more to it than that. And that's because of the three people that you got here. You can smell BS from a mile away. <laughs> and if I was going to sit here and tell you I'm the world champion figure skater, you'd know I was full of crap. <laughs> yes, you know, I mean, because you can smell it, you know it, and 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 it, I don't think somebody should be in this business in this particular topic if right. they don't know and anything about it. That's uh, part of the reason why we we kind of want I wanted to do this, and I, I think Al and Cindy, I, I, mean, I want to speak for everybody, but we got tired of all these. And I'm putting quotes up, celebrity people, you know, celebrity paranormal guy. You know, if I have to hear one more time of Stanton Friedman talk about, uh, you know, uh, Area 51 or Roswell, like, I don't want to hear this crap. We're living in a, in, in a different world. Um, there are plenty of people out there that you haven't heard of that do better work than anybody you amazing, have seen. Amazing work. And amazing you know what? Work. If we could use this as a vehicle to get these people out in the, in the forefront, because look... We're, we're, we're not in competition. You, we, I'm not competing with anybody. I'm not selling you anything. I'm not telling you to believe anything. I pr we present our evidence as is. If you find something, we'll go fix it. We'll go look at it. You know, everybody else is trying to sell you a car or um, <laughs> there's doctors, and I'm going to use the term doctors, that now came into the UFO realm that, I mean, people worship like they're freaking gods. And, and these guys are selling you a bag of goods. It's snake oil. You know, you well, don't sell it. That's one of the things I love about your show is like you don't sell this crap. You're not selling out to anybody. You know, well, and it's, it's kind of yeah. Go ahead, Dirk. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying it's it. it you keep it real. Um, that's it. <laughs> well, it's, it, if I came to you and I said I have a doctorate in metaphysics, you would know. Uh, anybody with half a brain would know that's a bunch of BS because there is no doctorate in metaphysics. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the other night I'm talking about that picture on Facebook where they they claim that this wall is between Mexico and Guatemala. Yeah. Well, no, the wall is between Mexico and the country that's neighboring Guatemala. Even though they're all on the same border, it's not Guatemala. Do your freaking research. Yeah. yeah. There's too many people trying to pull something or. You know, you, you, the problem we have with like YouTube is people see things for 30 seconds. Or they see a headline and a picture, and it's whatever picture they really want you to see. It does, has nothing to do with it, and they'll just start forwarding stuff on Facebook or, or social media. No one thinks anymore. If they thought, we wouldn't have the people that were in office today for the last 40 years. Because exactly. It, Absolutely. Probably longer than that, right? You know? And yeah. I, I promised that Al I wouldn't get into politics. Yeah, we're not going. So we're going to we're going to no, swerve around that. So we're going to segue here. <laughs> well, I wanted to segue in if it's all right with everybody. You know, you've been doing this for such a long time. Do you have your favorite interview or someone? I don't want to put favorites there or worst or what. You know what? Are, are the ones where you weren't as happy as you you would have liked to have been? Others are like, wow, that was amazing. And there are other people you would like to talk to, get on your, you know, this on swap in the swap with you, um, but you have yet to get them on there. I know that's a complex question, but or you could just pick one of like like who you may want to like interview or have on the swamp. 
And it doesn't well, have to be paranormal. It doesn't have to be. Uh, yeah, I want Linda Howell on my show, and she, I can't. She won't talk to me. She won't talk to Amanda. She won't talk to nobody. Yeah, you know, I, I would love to have Linda Howell on there. Of course, I'd love to have Art Bell on there. He ain't coming on my show either. I already know that. I ain't gonna bother to ask him. You know, uh, it, I already did. Uh, Svengulli, uh, who will be on Wednesday, was on my bucket list. Cool. And. And uh, uh, he's going to be on the show for 20 minutes because uh, he's a very busy man. So he gave me 20 minutes. And uh, it's like, there you go in the reality of things. You, if you get 20 minutes out of somebody, you're yeah. lucky. <laughs> and uh, so I was lucky. And he said, he came right out and said, uh, I don't usually do this. You're lucky. <laughs> you know, so I, I lucked out and got it. And um, that's cool, though. I mean, you know, but, he may but, have such a and, great and, time. He stays on. I, I've everybody that's been on the show. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's one person that won't be on the show uh, who was on for five minutes, uh, and uh, I got rid of him because he was, he was, uh, you know how he smelled BS a mile away. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then there was another guy that was on. It was like uh, the worst guest I've ever interviewed. It was like Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm literally taking a pair of pliers and pulling teeth out that way. Uh, so, uh, but other than that, everybody's most people are great. I mean, they they every show is different. People do what they do, and uh, you know, things happen that the way they are. Especially on Swamp Gas, I mean, things always screw up there. There's always one thing going wrong, or so. If there's not, then it's not a normal night. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> But that's what I love about your show is the fact that you can go from um, I forgot the guy's name that it was like he's building his own instruments and and you know the musicianship on him was amazing to oh Ed Roman yeah to yeah. Uh, you know uh, Native American leaders to uh, Bigfoot hunters <laughs> and and it's all you know it's not sometimes like you know people get into this like no we're just gonna talk paranormal. No, I don't oh, want to well, just talk no. paranormal. Life is not I've, just paranormal. It's uh, you know I've interviewed Rick Rock, you know from from Simply Queen about this that you know near death and all this kind of happy stuff. And it, my uh, well, she's my sister, but she's not. She's not blood. Uh, her about spirituality, and I had a girl on who had epilepsy and had the surgery. Went to Cleveland to have the surgery, and now she, uh, well, she, I don't know if I'll ever have her on again or not. She's now a stripper. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. That's just so, like, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I'll talk to anybody about anything if it's a good, you know, a, a good topic. And if uh, I need to have two or three people on, I'll have two or three people to cover the time. Right. right. But, uh, I mean, and Amanda, uh, I can't say enough about her. She, she does the news for Swamp Gas. She has uh, booked some very good people. She gets on me when I'm out of line. <laughs> yes, mom. You know, no, man is great. She's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, she monitors she the is. chat room. She's a great monitor too. She, you know, she answers questions, and she, you know, she's she's on the ball. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it's I I you know our foray into this is interesting, and and we really do enjoy it. Um, it it's just you know we we look for I look for for people to emulate and and try to bring that you know to the forefront because i think you've been on for so long you have a successor there's something there there's more than something there and that's what i want to kind of bring to this program and i think each one of us wants to bring something to this program where it's like look we're going to tell you like it is we're, we're educated professionals 
Um, but we're not selling you anything. If I wanted to sell you something, well, I could easily do it. To be honest, I looked at, at Svinguli. I looked at, at Svinguli in a way that when you watch his show and he researches the movie and he tells you everything about the characters, what they did, what they played in, so on and so forth. And uh, I haven't gotten to that point of being able to do all that yet. Uh, but uh, I'll, and I look at Mr. Uh, Mr. Wells. Mr. Wells is awesome at the way the way he does things, right? And uh, and so on. And the way Art Bell did things. I mean, they're great mentors. They they're great uh, teachers. You know, and that's who I look to to teach me. Uh, I also looked at uh, people that. Oh no, I don't want to do it that way. I mean, George Norrie. People give him a lot of crap, and there's a lot of things that he does right and does well. And then there's things that people don't agree with uh, that, okay, this is not the way, this is way not to do it type right. of thing. I think my favorite part of listening to Coast to Coast while George Norrie's ever been on was when he called bullshit on Sylvia Brown. And, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that woman. I, well, I don't hate her, but I, I have never liked that woman. Yeah, that, I mean, woman said, that woman said a few things about me one time it was totally crap just just the same way she she went along with uh somebody else that she was talking to and uh i, I i'm not going to talk about the situation because it doesn't matter anymore but um she said that uh, the 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 coal miners that were in that coal mine that collapsed and she said that all 11 coal miners were still alive and they were going to find them still alive and and all this kind of stuff and then nori did the news uh, and it came out on the news that they were all dead. And Sylvia tried to say, no, I didn't say that. So George decided, okay, well, I'm going to play the tape back. Play the tape back. And he called bullshit on her. And that was the last time she was ever on any major network. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I, just, I don't know if Cindy's had the same issue where you kind of come up somebody who's trying to bullshit you. And as as someone who is gifted and talented and psychic and whatever, you're like, oh, God. You know, you just want to, you know, like, really? You're going to try to pull that crap with me? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I could, I, could, I could see a bullshitter coming from a mile away. And, you know, I'm a very patient man, but I got no patience for nonsense like that. And you just don't waste my time. And I just, I just say thank you very much. And I keep walking, you know, because I, I just don't have the time for people who's going to sit there, look me in the eye and bullshit to my face, you know? that's shit like that rubs me the wrong way and if you know i'm the type of guy if you don't like me the way i am the way i am when i'm happy believe me you're not gonna <laughs> like me when i'm pissed off you know what i mean so yeah. i try to i try not to get pissed off i try to be a, a happy camper all the time you know so it's it's you know yeah I've, I've changed my attitude as well i don't know you know you when you were talking about beliefs and 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 you know thinking positive i'm 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 taking 2017 and I'm making it my bitch. And I'm sorry to say that if anyone's offended, <laughs> but I'm making this. This is my bitch right now, and it's going to be like that from now forever. I'm, I, you know, I'm thinking positive. I'm not going to let people, you know, try to, you know, get me down or, or in a funk. You know what? It's about me. And if I'm unhappy, everybody else is going to be unhappy. That's in, in hey. our family. I mean, it's, you know, and it's just the way to be. So. When when people, I love calling bullshit on people, you know. Oh, I do too. But I I I, 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 I won't have people. I won't have people on my show. And yeah, I uh, I heard you. I won't no, have no, people I, on I my show. I'm gonna have to call. 
bullshit. I won't call bullshit on anybody on my show. I try not to have people on my show for that because my listeners, I don't think, want to hear that because I would love to play Jerry Springer on somebody just once. I actually met him. <laughs> <laughs> but what I wanted to just touch on before we run out of time is the, the ley lines, Arizona. I mean, I heard you talking to... Uh, I believe it was Harold. With all, yeah. you know, you, you were talking about the ley lines, and I was just so blown away by how much information you knew about them. And and would I would love for you to ex- explain the ley lines to our listeners and educate me and anyone else who's who's not you know um, not that knowledgeable about them. How you know how were they created? How did they have they always been here? I know. I remember writing this down when you were talking, Harold, that when they cross, they're called nodes or something like that. Is that, is that right? Okay, what think of a, a node as the light switch. Uh, not okay. the light switch, but the, the plug outlet. Okay. That's that's basically what you can uh, re- think of when you're thinking of the node. That's where uh, you can tap into easily. Easy, it's easiest to tap into the energies at the node. Okay, but you can tap cross. in. You can tap in and vampire off of any uh, ley line that exists. And when you get towards vortexes, like in Sedona, there's seven vortexes. Wow. So the, that's where the ley lines, and that's why they're called. They are vortexes because that's where the ley lines all meet and they start to circulate like a tornado. A that's spiral what, kind of energy. Right? That's, that's what. That's about. what. A late, that's that's what a vortex is. Okay. Uh, okay. It's an energy for what the what the ley lines are. It is created by the magnetic fields of the Earth. It is okay. the energy grid of the planet. Gotcha. And right. uh, there has been people that uh, have tried to give me a line of crap <laughs> that oh we moved the ley lines so that nobody could use them in their magic. And that what? is that is an impossibility. Right. Mother will not let you do that. Mother, no, is the, not. mother being the earth, earth she will yeah. not let you do that because that would affect everything. And you are just stupid and full of it, and you <laughs> and you are deluding yourself. <laughs> now, isn't it true that a lot of sacred sites are built on these ley lines, like the pyramids and like stone chambers and Stonehenge, and 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 what's what's the deal with the standing stones? The, the, you know, explain that stuff to us. Oh, the stand. You're talking about uh, the uh, the stones that they pile on top of each other, and uh, for some reason they stand there, even though they're not supposed to. Uh, I forget the name of those things. So it's been a year since we've talked about those. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's just talk, as far just as talk you, in general about you know how the, this you know like we consider ourselves so educated now, and I believe personal just my personal belief that is there's so much lost knowledge in the world today, uh, and the and the more educated people get, the the the, the sacred knowledge the the the, 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 law, the knowledge. Yeah, the ancient knowledge is lost, and and you know then these people who think they're so educated, these Harvard experts, and they say, oh, you you know that's just a myth; it never happened. You know, I believe there's okay. the reason why they built these pyramids on the ley well, lines. Let me let me explain. Like let me. Uh, <laughs> it's basically very simple. All right, if you take a a, a, a circle a speaker magnet and you wrap wire around it four times or more. And you hook the wire to uh, itself, end on end, and then you just run one wire out, and then you connect the other wire that you would connect, you'd connect that to ground. Okay. That is called a jewel thief. 
<laughs> okay. And what it will do is it will take even the energy from a dead battery and it'll pull the rest of the energy out and it will magnify that. It won't increase the amperage, but it will increase the wattage or the, uh, the voltage, excuse me. Uh, ley lines work the very same way. And the reason that most of these uh, uh, ancient places, sites. ancient sites that we're, we're looking at here are built on those is because of being able to tap into the Earth's natural energy to be able to accomplish things uh, that you wish to accomplish. Uh, now, the jewel thief that I described to you, uh, if you use a crystal, uh, the right crystal, uh, and uh, you can um, convert energy that way and be able to tap into that to use it forever what excuse me for whatever it is that you want to wish to use it for usually uh, any more you will use it for uh, magical purposes for healing or, or what have you to to help with that because a lot of the ancient stuff has been lost and we don't know what the hell we're doing Right, and I cool. totally agree with that with that uh, statement. A lot of the ancient knowledge has been lost over the years. I mean, I can't even imagine what was lost in, in Alexandria, you know, when that library was ransacked and when Nero burned the library in Rome. You know, it's just, could you imagine what it was in those libraries? Man, I would have liked to get a peek into that stuff. Oh, that would have been great. Oh. I mean, even stuff in, in Egypt that's still yet to be discovered. I mean, this talked about secret rooms in, under the Sphinx and, you know... But the problem we have in this world now is that the the powers that be don't want us to have this knowledge because knowledge is power, and that's what we that's what we're fighting at this point, you know. Yeah, I mean, yep. this is crazy. But where can we find you? Where can our listeners find Arizona Tramp? This is your Black promo Swamp. time. <laughs> BlackSwampRadio.net, everybody. Uh, BlackSwampRadio.com, UnknownSpirit.com on Facebook. Uh, the uh, my page is at Swampy Radio, or the group is the Facebook group is Black Swamp Radio. Uh, I go by Arizona Tramp on Facebook. I go by Wise Frog on Skype. Uh, my I've got two Twitters, which one is uh, uh, Wise underscore Frog because if you use Wise Frog, uh, a girl run has her name. And so you'll be talking to her instead of me. I know who she is. <laughs> I know who she is, and she will not appreciate it. Uh, uh, she she does film work and stuff. Uh, and then there's um, Swampy at Swampy Radio. Uh, but uh, the one for uh, Wise Frog will tell you everything that's playing all the time on the radio station. Cool. Uh, so. Uh, and so, yeah, you go to blackswampradio.net or you go to TuneIn or you go to Google Play, do a search for Swamp Gas, uh, TuneIn, you do Black Swamp Radio or Swamp Gas, uh, iTunes for Swamp Gas. Uh, it's all over the place. We're everywhere. Uh, pay, uh, Paranormal UK on Wednesday nights and PSN Radio on Wednesday nights as well is Black Swamp Radio. Yep. And that's the way to be, though. You, it's great to be everywhere. Absolutely. Well, if I'm everywhere, then I'm in your face and you can't get away from me. Well, that's good. And, and then Aaron Bell can have you on because he's going to need to have you on. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> no, Keith is Keith is like, oh, well, I can I, I can do this or I can hear you doing this over the mic or something. And it's like, I'm not going to have you on because of that. And it's like, okay, well, fine. I'm not going to ask you anymore. You, you can do whatever you want to. And uh, 
you know, he's a good guy. He puts up with a lot of crap. I'm not, I'm not dissing the man. Uh, he does. He's willing to do more for radio than I am. So, yeah. Well, you know what? His loss, um, our gain, his loss, and uh, I think, I think it's great. You, you do what you do, and you do it your way. Um, too many people, you know, try to conform to things, and uh, I'm not a conformer. Um, don't want to be. Never going to be. Oh, but it's so hard to not. Uh, um, you, you don't want to conform, nah. but you have to think about other people's feelings. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I do. If I don't, nobody will listen to me. So I have to think about other people's feelings. If I don't, then Amanda won't talk to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, so let's not pick on Amanda tonight. She's not. I'm, here to I'm not picking on her. I'm just. <laughs> oh, we're never going to hear the end of this when you come into the chat with us. Because <laughs> you know she'll be there. Oh yeah, she's gonna be all over that like white on rice. It's gonna bring you know the Canadian Mounties with are. her too. Yeah, yeah so. it's, gonna, it's it it should be an interesting chat room. Definitely come and visit us because we're uh, hopefully Arizona. You'll be joining us in in the chat when we uh, when we air this one, and we're definitely gonna be promoting it. Um, but unfortunately, I think we're running out of time. So yeah, I've got went uh, fast, yeah. Man. That went we're fast. Close. Yeah, yes, it went well, fast, and we didn't talk about uh, everything there was to talk about. Which no, is I'll, be, fine, I'll be honest. Just barely touched on the recce stuff, and I had a bunch of questions for you on that. So you know, we'll have to um, get get you back in here. Well, I hold the title of Reiki master, but I'm not a master at Reiki. Uh, are you a master? Well, what are you a master of? A masturbator, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that was coming. I do that. Uh, I just lobbed that into you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew that was where you were heading with it. Like, what the hell? I'll go ahead and say it. Take a swing at that bad boy. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But uh, thank you for coming by. We do appreciate it. Um, unfortunately, we're gonna have to go. Uh, stay around and listen up. I mean, we're beyond the realm on uh, paranormal uk radio network where we'll be here every month and arizona tramp will be on paranormal uk radio every week um so stick around for is for me brian bowden cindy belly dove and my leader our leader al santarigo we thank you for stopping by into the rabbit hole with us arizona and uh, but we gotta go so uh, good night everybody and have a great bye. tomorrow bye Bye. Bye.